My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I am your host, Jillian Perrick, and this episode is sponsored by the Lazy Entrepreneur's Morning Routine, which is the planner slash journal combination of your dreams. If you're somebody who struggles having a morning routine, um, I am one of those people. I get up and I want to look at my phone immediately and I have my coffee in hand and I feel like such a bad entrepreneur for not having an established morning routine and I would be carrying around my journal and my planner and try to fit it all in and it just felt super unorganized and like I really wasn't getting anything done. Um, so I created the Lazy Entrepreneur's Morning Routine, which on one side you have your planner, so you write down your tasks and your appointments and your gratitudes for the day. And on the next side, it is actually a curated journal prompt. I've created 182 journal prompts for you to get clear on your limiting beliefs, for you to focus on the things that are affecting you in your business and the success of your business, and to really hone in on your emotions, your thoughts, and get some really good journaling out. We all know that journaling is like the be all and end all. I know that it was a really big thing in 2019 and it's just going to carry into 2020 now. Um, journaling is where it's at. When we actually write things down instead of typing them out on a computer, we're able to retain the information better and we're actually able to process things in a more profound way and journaling helps us do that. And what better way to get out all your thoughts and emotions than do it than doing it through having a journal prompt. And again, if you're like me, when I started journaling, I had no idea what to freaking journal about. I would kill for something. I would have killed for something like this. Like a year ago when I started journaling, I was like, I really need something that is going to help guide my thought process and what better way to have a curated journal prompt. The pages aren't very long, so you'll have just enough room to really journal out your feelings, but not too much so you feel like you're wasting paper and the journal and planner are undated. So you can literally start it tomorrow and if you skip a day or you don't journal or plan on the weekends, that's fine because you can just go on. You won't be wasting any paper or any journal prompts. It's amazing. And if you actually go to the link in my show notes, you will be able to get the Lazy Entrepreneur's Morning Routine for $10 off using the code podcast. So make sure you go ahead and do that. And I can't wait to see when you get your journal and you're so excited and you have an organized, efficient morning routine with self-reflection and self love and make sure you take a screenshot and tag me at your coach Jill on your Instagram stories. I can't wait to see it. Today's episode is all about debunking the myths about imposter syndrome. And you may not even know that these myths exist. You may believe that um, it's just something in your life that affects the way you show up and you know that you have it. You don't really know what to do about it. But um, a lot of 
the main thing with imposter syndrome is there are beliefs that are ingrained in you that are enforcing your imposter syndrome and that's where the trouble comes. Because when we believe these thoughts or we have these beliefs that are so ingrained in us, it's very hard for us to move past our imposter syndrome. And that's everything I do in terms of the work with my clients is working past these beliefs, creating new neural pathways and really focusing on that overcoming your inner imposter, which if you haven't given a name yet to your inner imposter, make sure you do because the first step here is you are not your inner imposter. That is a voice that is outside of you. That is the worst representation of you and it's not you it just simply isn't you are a beautiful being you are supposed to be in this business you are supposed to be doing everything you're doing and this is just your brain trying to keep you safe so give her a name remember mine is Rhonda and these are three myths about imposter syndrome that are commonly believed by people who are really affected by it So the first one is imposter syndrome helps you aim for high standards. So this is complete and utter bullshit. It is great if you are constantly raising the bar for yourself, but people who suffer with imposter syndrome usually do not celebrate their accomplishments and are usually never satisfied with any of the things that they accomplish. They also make excuses for their accomplishments and they believe it's because they just have high standards in quotations for themselves when in reality they feel like nothing they do is good enough so they have to keep reaching a new level of success to feel like they've made it or are worthy of celebration so this leads you to thinking that you always need to know and do more because if we know more and we do more then we can feel better but remember our thoughts influence our emotions our thoughts actually create our feelings so if you're constantly hustling 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 and feeling like oh my god someone's gonna find me out someone's gonna find me out no amount of money and no amount of external validation is going to make you feel anything because it's your thoughts that influence your that influence your feelings and yes you can make more money Um, And you can believe that because you're making more money, you are therefore legit. But if you are not practicing that celebration, if you are not really focusing in on your accomplishments, you will never be satisfied internally with the work that you're creating. You will always think that there is more, more, more. And even though some people think that this is a good thing, I see this circulate a lot online in terms of Instagram in that like everybody experiences imposter syndrome which is true but that um, it actually means that your goals aren't big enough or you're not reaching more outside of your comfort zone and that's completely true however if you are constantly setting the bar higher and higher and higher and not taking note of the things that you're achieving, it's going to be very difficult for you to believe that you are worthy of the success that you're receiving. Um, not saying that everybody doesn't experience imposter syndrome because you definitely do and it definitely comes up at different levels, but you also need to acknowledge that at different levels, there will be different accomplishments and you need to celebrate those accomplishments. And it does help you aim for high standards, but what is the result at the end of the day? Are you going to be happy with what you achieved or are you going to be feeling like there's always another step for you to do and unsatisfied with your results, even though everybody's telling you, oh my God, you're doing so great. Well, internally, you don't feel that way. So that is myth number one, that imposter syndrome helps you aim for high standards because it really just means that you always need to know and do more and and you're never satisfied with your accomplishments, meaning that you don't always feel worthy of what you're achieving. 
The second myth about imposter syndrome is that it's better to be humble instead of overconfident because if you're overconfident, you'll get a big head and be clueless or ignorant to mistakes or failure. So most of us, especially as women, are taught that modesty is best and this means that we have also learned to discount our accomplishments or stay quiet so you don't seem like a know-it-all. But really, this way of thinking is just keeping you small in the event that you fail so the impact doesn't have to be as hard. I wish I had like a mic drop sound here I really need to get on that but basically people believe that they are always waiting for the other shoe to drop so if you're somebody who suffers with imposter syndrome you're always waiting for that other shoe to drop in terms of like people are going to find me out so you think it's better to like not really amplify your accomplishments you think it's better to stay small because then you don't have as much attention on you Um, because if something happens or if you fuck up, the impact of that won't be as hard as well. This is related to like attention being on you because if you start to get a big head and start to be overconfident and then the attention is all on you, this also means that you will then have more of a responsibility and you will be unable to deliver if you have that responsibility. So for example, you might be a coach who was just starting to like break into her 5k months, you might be getting more of a consistent income and, and people are starting to come to you in terms of you being an expert, which is amazing. But then you start worrying and start keeping yourself small and not reaching out and doing bigger things because you're afraid that now that people are coming to you, you don't want to disappoint them. And that comes with feeling like you need to be humble and keep yourself smaller because if you don't, you'll be ignorant to the mistakes that you could make or you might think that you're too good and somebody may look at you and judge you. And then um, like we have this idea that staying humble is like so important. I uploaded an Instagram post where it's like, um, something like hustle and stay humble or something and I scratched it out and I said like hustle and celebrate your success and that's because I really want you to remember that you have all the information inside of you and just because you are celebrating your accomplishments or believing you're worthy it doesn't mean that the world is going to crumble you may have a belief that has taught you that when things are good something is going to happen so I would encourage you to look back in terms of your memories I do this really cool technique in neurolinguistic programming which is called time techniques um, and it's how you go back to a uh, a point in your life where you developed a belief and you actually rewrite that belief. You actually overcome that limiting belief so it cannot hinder you in the future. It's super cool. But um, basically you may have an experience in your life or a time in your life where you were very impressionable and you were taught subconsciously that it's not okay for you to fight it about your, your success because that means that you could potentially fail. So that's the second myth, the myth that it's better to be humble instead of overconfident because then you'll get a big head and be clueless or ignorant to mistakes or failure. And the third one is it motivates you. And if it's gotten you this far, it must be working. So this is a huge fucking lie. If you suffer from imposter syndrome, you are motivated by fear and this wreaks havoc on your mind, body, and your soul. A person motivated by fear is bound to burn out. You won't find success and then find your worth. You'll just be stressed out and constantly rooted in fear that you're going to be found out so you avoid admitting that you don't know something or that you made any mistakes because you don't want to be seen as incompetent. So again, when we're motivated by fear, um, it's very much like the stress 
part of being entrepreneur like when you're stressed and you feel like you're getting so much done because you're under pressure like procrastination station basically like getting a lot of work done because you're under a deadline um the same thing comes with like being motivated by feeling like people are gonna find you out by being motivated by the fact that you don't know enough so you keep like taking all the certifications and hiring so many strategy coaches and like consuming 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 because you're so worried that if you don't have all the information um people are gonna find you out so you think that it motivates you when really it's it's fueled by fear and um a business fueled by fear is going to be very different than a business fueled by confidence because a business fueled by fear will burn out it won't work anymore because you will just always be again waiting for that other shoe to drop and constantly feeling like what you're doing isn't good enough and if you let up on the gas a little bit then people are going to find you out and what that does is it creates burnout it creates you never being able to take a break it creates small habits like always having to check your instagram and look at dms constantly and like trying to sell because you're stressed out about money that month um and so again it doesn't it may motivate you but it motivates you out of fear and fear is something that sets up that stress hormone that cortisol in our brain and that can lead to burnout whereas when you're motivated by confidence and you have an innate worthiness that you are good enough and that like you know that the information you have is important and people need to hear it that is way different energy than when you show up out of fear so those are your three myths about imposter syndrome the first it helps you aim for a high standards. The second is that it's better to be humble instead of overconfident. And the third is it motivates you. So I would love for you to screenshot this and let me know how you liked this episode. Do, do you identify with any of these in terms of like myths that you thought were just like facts and they're actually about imposter syndrome? I hear so much when people like, I didn't think I really had imposter syndrome. And then I read some of your posts and I was like, oh my God, this is definitely me. And now I can put a name to it and now I can work on it. And that is so amazing to hear. So if any of these are relating to you and you're really like, oh my God, this myth is something that I believed, screenshot this episode, tag me in your story or send me a DM and tell me about it at your coach Jill on Instagram. And I would love to hear from you. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach, Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach, Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach, Jill for tons of free content strategies and inspo. See you next time.